Good morning. Welcome to the view from the rim. It's your host. It's season five. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize for the sporadic posting last season. Promise I'm going to try to do better this year. We'll see how that works. There's been several different ideas rolling around. I've wanted to talk about whether it's what we're discussing in Romans uh, in Come Follow Me this week, or whether it's a concept of prayer that I've been throwing around in my head simply because I had an epiphany of sorts regarding that. And ultimately, um, I'm going to go back to what I've been wanting to do one for a couple weeks now. We'll see about singing, but a couple weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago now, I think, I had the opportunity to, I was asked to direct the music in our temple preparation meeting. I work at the... uh, Kansas City, Missouri Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just to put this out there, um, yes, I am a member of the church, of course, since I work in the temple. That would seem to be obvious. But more importantly, what I'm getting ready to talk about is going to be Phil's view from the rim, of course, not necessarily doctrinal positions, but just some insight. So, back to the temple. Um, Before every shift begins in the temple, we have a preparation meeting where the workers meet and we are trained by the presidency and by our shift coordinators on whatever the training is for the week. The, the, The presidency is very consistent in that every shift gets essentially the same basic training uh, that has been assigned for the week by the presidency. And of course, it will branch off based on individuals that are there. But certain things remain constant. And so we always start the meeting um, with a, a, a song and a prayer. And I was asked to direct the music, which of course I'm always willing to do. I'm very passionate about it, um, even though I'm not the best singer there is, not anywhere close. But the song, I asked, I said I'd be glad to, to direct the music. What's the song? So I could, you know, look it up and, and kind of go through it, especially uh, considering that many times uh, the songs that we sing in those meetings are not songs that are frequently sung. As it turns out, the song that we sang for that meeting is not frequently sung, either uh, you know, in, in the temple, where we only have one song uh, each week that they sing you know, for every shift. But, but even in our meetings uh, on Sundays in general, we don't frequently sing the song. However, if you were to ask me 
what my favorite song is in the hymn book of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You know, because I frequently say, oh, that's my favorite, that's a favorite, that's a favorite. My most favorite song is the song that we ended up singing. And I know I've rattled around now, it looks like for four minutes, just leading up to this. But the song that was chosen is a song that is very, very near and dear to me. Not completely sure why, because 20 years ago, I wouldn't have even known this song, probably. But having sung it uh, a few times, both uh, uh, the arrangement in the hymn book, as well as um, Mac Wilberg, who's the director of the Tabernacle Choir on Temple Square, uh, did an arrangement that is just amazingly beautiful. I'll probably try to link that into the description. Is hymn number 286 in the hymn book, Oh, What Songs of the Heart, uh, written by Joseph Townsend and the music by William Clayson. It was originally written as a joyous, if you will, funeral song. You know, a lot of times songs that are sung during funerals and and surrounding funerals are very, very... Um, not sure what the word I want to use here is, but, you know, very uh, dirge-like, you know, very sad, very mournful. And this song... Um, while what you read the lyrics is obvious that it works as a funeral song, it is not a dirge by any stretch of the imagination. So let's try a verse and see how my singing voice is this morning, then we'll go from there. Oh, what songs of the heart we shall sing all the day. When again we assemble at home, when we meet ne'er to part with the blessed or the way, there no more from our loved ones to roam. When we meet, ne'er to part, oh, what songs of the heart we shall sing in our beautiful home. I'll probably post a link uh, where you can read the lyrics to it as well, um, because singing I know uh, frequently that we do not perhaps get a clear uh, view of the words I'm trying to enunciate, of course, but the song just brings everything out of me. In fact, um, after our preparation meeting and the training we had that day, the person who was playing the organ, uh, she came up to me and she plays beautifully, by the way. It's always, it's very rarely is the director that makes the song uh, in, in uh, congregational singing. Um, it's it's usually the accompanist uh, that does it. However, uh, she had gone, she went so far as to say that she appreciated the fact that I sang out 
very passionately on the song because she had never played it before. Again, that's not one that's commonly done. And so she wasn't really sure about the feeling of the song. And so she was especially appreciative of the fact that I sang out loud enough that she could uh, hear it and that she was actually going to go follow up and read the lyrics of the song. And that to me is a win. Anytime somebody says, you know, I loved that song and how it made me feel, I want to go and actually read the words, is a win. So continuing with the second verse. Though our rapture and bliss, there's no song can express. We will shout, we will sing o'er and o'er. As we greet with a kiss and with joy we caress. All our loved ones have passed on before. As we greet with a kiss in our rapture and bliss. All our loved ones had passed on before. You know, one of the tenets, one of the biggest selling points in my view of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a concept that as human beings we all know internally. Even though in Christianity, most Christian theology rejects the idea. Rejects is too strong of a word. Does not accept the idea that families can be together forever. Husband and wife sealed together. Children sealed to their parents. And in the next life, those that are worthy will be together forever. How many times do you hear at a funeral, um, well, he's reunited with his wife or she's reunited with, you know, her child who, who, who preceded her in marriage or in death. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, this is a central tenet of the work that we do, and it's the work that we do in temples where we are doing work for the dead, work that they were not able to, for whatever reason, have accomplished in this life. As we greet with a kiss, and with joy we caress all our loved ones that passed on before. Can you imagine what kind of a reunion that would be? What an amazing, amazing feeling. You know, my mother, my father's been dead for uh, uh, nearly 20 years. My brother has been dead for um, nearly 12 years now. 
you know, and and my mother's not young, eighty six, yes, eighty six years old. You know, she's been living without her husband now again for almost twenty years, and can you imagine what that will be like for her when she's reunited with him and with her oldest son? What a reunion that will be. Continuing on. Oh, the visions we'll see in that home of the blessed. There's no word, there's no thought can impart. But our rapture will be all the soul can attest in the heavenly songs of the heart. But our rapture will be in the vision we'll see best expressed in the songs of the heart. There's no word, there's no thought can impart those feelings. As I think, as I sing through these songs, I can't help but think about some of the things that my very, very first year with the chorale, it was then the Mormon chorale, now it's the uh, Heartland chorale. Again, nearly 20 years ago. Um, actually, 20 years ago this spring coming up. This was one of the songs. It was the Mac Wilberg version. And the director from whom I was going to learn much regarding singing and bringing the spirit with singing had several little key points. Um, in this song. And one of the words that stands out to me is rapture, that we don't want to rapture. I'll never forget. I, I can, in fact, even as I just did that, I hear her saying that. And how we should properly enunciate words, like, for example, divine. The word divine, you know, it's not divine, it's divine. Anyway, fourth verse, the culmination of the song, the, the joyous reunion. Oh, what songs we'll employ, oh, what welcome we'll hear, while our transports of love are complete. As the heart swells with joy in embraces most dear, when our heavenly parents we meet. As the heart swells with joy, oh, what songs we'll employ. When our heaven 
heavenly parents we meet. We are children of our Heavenly Father. Come to this earth with a specific purpose to learn faith, to, to learn obedience, to repent and believe in Him. And as we do these things, we will be able to return to live with him again, to live with our families again. Our earth family, but also our earth families ultimately tracing back to Adam and Eve. What an amazing song this is. As the heart swells with joy in embraces most dear, when our heavenly parents we meet. What more needs to be said than that? This is my view from the rim. Have a wonderful day.